0: what's up everyone this is the building and empowering people's podcast and i'm your host victor thomas and
1: gary simmons Junior.
0: and this week is a very different podcast than the podcast we typically have uh but uh we just can't really be silent about what's going on and just keep allowing to to go on as if uh, things are just normal they're not So we're going to speak on what's going on today. And this is from what we know and what we understand. So I'm going to get into it. So I don't I don't typically speak on things a lot of times because I don't really have the information to speak on it. And I typically stay quiet about a lot of things because I know I don't really know. And I know a lot of times I'm not willing to look into the information to have an understanding on it so by me knowing both of those things i don't typically speak on it and i was going to continue to do that same thing with with the situation that just recently happened but through a couple zoom calls and a couple um just calls in general uh something in my spirit kind of woken and told me that i cannot be silent to what's going on I wanted to be silent I wanted to have my own personal opinion I wanted to to say that uh, This is wrong and that's wrong But my eyes have been open Over the past couple days And it's like Now I can see so many different perspectives I can see very clearly now I may not be able to see it all But I know I see enough of it To be able to explain And get people uh, uh, Understanding of what's happening And what's going on so uh derek what about you man like i said i can't be silent about it anymore and we got voices so
1: yeah i feel you man like i i honestly do feel like the same way um my eyes like not just with you but you know i called you about it called my mom about i just in different perspectives but i feel like god also gave me my, my own perspective on what's going on and um it's not that i didn't want to prove anybody wrong and didn't want to prove anybody right but like god revealed to me and like like you said like i feel like keeping silent um i feel like silence can sometimes be the answer if you don't know what to do at that moment but silence shouldn't be the overall answer in things especially if you can well, say something you know what i'm saying well said well said so like when like sometimes it's okay to keep silent sometimes it's okay to you know um to really, you know, find comfort, um, especially in God and just try to find your own answer, your own voice. And once you can really do that and know that it's truth and what's right, then that gives you the time to open up your voice. So like you said, like, I feel like also as well, like God was telling me, like, especially these past few days as well, yeah. man, um, I can't keep silent, you know what I'm saying? Especially if I know what's true and what's right. And also like, it can kind of also help. Even if it's just a little bit, or make a small impact. So for sure, for sure. So let's um
0: let's go ahead and get the elephant out of the room. Let's talk about this first before we get into it, because I know people they have the their ways of of talking about uh, the situation and what's been happening mm-hmm. with with the protests and the riots and everything that's been going on within the country. So yeah. uh, I wrote down a couple things because uh, I didn't want to forget it, and I and I was talking about selfish intentions doing uh, doing something on someone's behalf while having a side agenda mm-hmm. so what I meant by that was when you have people that are protesting and they're doing it peacefully and they're doing this and other people that are with them having side agendas I'm doing this because I'm going to do something else and that something else has nothing to do with the fact of what everyone else came out for and in the process of that those people have side agenda. So a, a, my example would be when the peaceful protest turned into a riot, those people that had the side agenda, that's what they want. They probably wanted the riot to happen so that their side agenda could take place. So what that side agenda was, was to be able to go looting and to be able to go stealing and all that stuff. I've been hearing, mm-hmm. did you realize that they said that they've been having pro they've had protests now in all 50 States Dang. protests in the entire United States, all 50 States, Dang. um, so what happened is uh, that some people were out stealing surfboards and out doing this. And I was even told that I was even seeing that police officers were in it because they had side agendas. Like they were in it to make the protesters look bad and to do this and not saying every cop or whatever. It was certain cops. It was certain individuals. So out of the overall thing of everyone that was a part of it, it was probably a small chunk maybe 10 20 percent of the people that had side agendas that were doing their own thing and they had this plan before they even went but they figured this would be the perfect place to be able to get the side agenda done while there's so many people involved in it yeah man
1: i i agree man like uh it's like you can have so many good seeds like it can plant like you know it can plant fruitful apples fruitful any kind of fruit but that one bad seed can fall and it can corrupt like everything you know what i'm saying so that's kind of what i've saw man it's like you know you can it's like it's like what you were telling me man like um when i was saying should i march or not uh and you know me like i'm going to go for the peaceful way and all that stuff because that's what i believe in but it's like i can march in that intention but other people can march in the wrong intention as well they can i can get there in a peaceful way. But as soon as I get there, like, all these things are destroyed and it's a violent way and it's not the way that I was intended to do. So sometimes um, you got to, like it says, you got to really understand a situation in order to really know what to do next. Like, um, you got to know, like, is this going to be a... Uh, a peaceful protest a violent protest and sometimes you won't even know sometimes something will just tell you like i shouldn't be here for sure you know what i'm saying
0: so and you know what's crazy is the fact that we talked on the phone was it saturday yeah we talked on the phone and one of the words that came out of my mouth was uh you you'll go there in peace and people have side agendas and it'll happen and what's crazy is sunday morning i sent you the video and i showed you like it was some people out mm-hmm. doing the same things I said that they would have been doing. Exactly, but that doesn't mean everybody was doing it. And the protest was meant to be whatever it was. But the exact same thing that I said came out as a part of it, which you mm-hmm. said you couldn't have predicted this. Yeah, you could yeah. have because it's like when you get that many people together, everybody's not on the yeah. same page.
1: That's what I'm saying, man. Like oh, one yeah. bad person, because like. It's it's also like we can see on the outside like what people can stand for, but inside their mentality, like you don't even know, man. Yeah, for sure. You sure. know what I'm saying? So it's crazy.
0: And so, and what we're we're talking about is like social injustice in in America. So yeah. in in America, we have all different uh, races and ethnicity groups and all of that. But I recently, um, I recently just um, what was it? I, I recently checked to see you know like i think it was like yesterday or the day before Mm -hmm. and i just happened to see like all right like how many white americans are there how many black americans are there so when i looked up it said far as the united states i'm not talking about anywhere else in the world and you know just just based off of white america and black america there are asians there are hispanics there are all that within america so america is just not that but the Asians and the um, Hispanics and all those—they are truly the minority of America. But they, you know, that—that's just what it is. But for the most part, I looked at a study to see, and this was 2018. Mm-hmm. It says America consists of 60.4% of the total United States population. Mm. So that's that's almost 245 million. Mm. Remind you, we probably have about 300 and something million people in America. Yeah. So, you know, white America consists of, like I say, 2018 studies showed that it was 60 point four, you know, 60.4 percent of of that. Mm-hmm. And then I looked to see, you know, how many black people are in America. Right. Yeah. So remember, the, that the, the study was sixty point four percent. Okay, and this is still based off of two thousand eighteen. What do you think the percentage is for Black Americans in America? Is mm. and this is just a guess. You ain't yeah, got to be.
1: I think maybe it's probably lower. Maybe about like
0: because it's sixty percent. We're talking about a hundred percent total. So if White America has sixty point four percent of America already.
1: Probably about 40,
0: uh, maybe 30. Nowhere no, near. Nowhere near? 12.3. That's crazy. 12.3 million. But not 12.3 million, 12.3%. Damn. So you put the 60.4%, right? Mm-hmm. Plus the 12.3%, then you get, I want to say that is Seventy two percent seven percent and then the rest is like the, is everyone okay. else yeah but it's crazy is when you say like a minority like that that's what what's happening so mm. i wanted to make sure that I, that you know we got those numbers out there and people really understand so what what's happening is and also you hear talks of blacks are killing other blacks and whites are killing other whites but when you see it's like all right they show that uh whites are killing more whites at a higher rate then blacks are killing blacks and they say we should focus on that but then when you look at the numbers, yeah, the numbers. when there's only like 40 million blacks compared to 245 million whites and you're saying like <laughs> you see like and then when when it's black crime like it's just it's like when it's black on black someone dies and that's unfortunate but someone goes to jail mm-hmm. but when it's like white on white it's like it, it, it's just different or when it's when it's uh when it's uh black on white, the black gets arrested or whatever, but then when it's like white on black, then it's always like this looming thing, yeah. like, you know, what's gonna happen or whatever. So that's that's what we're discussing today. And this is not, you know, yeah, it is like a white and black thing. We don't wanna bring it to that, but we just wanna bring awareness to what we're talking about. It's not um a racist yeah, it, it it's a racial discussion, but it's not a race is discussion discussion. so it's just educating on what's actually happening and um you know like i said there is a there's a time and a place for everything right and sometimes enough is enough Mm -hmm. so with with that being said so with with my with me studying and seeing and watching videos and seeing what's going on so i'm just gonna be honest with you guys like we we bring full transparency to this podcast I was not going to speak based off of the limited information that I had. Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with you, Derek, and I told you some things that I felt. And in my heart, those things were truly true. So I want to apologize for you for giving you information at the time based off what I knew. Yeah. So what I was saying was it was it was selfish for people to go out and to do this and to do that and to not... Uh, go get in contact with the family which is partially true like i think that people should more so get in contact with the family but i see a bigger thing now is it's not just the fact of what happened to this individual and if i can go in and some of the names like i don't yeah i have a lot of the names that were there and a lot of the names i can't even pronounce so let me just say the ones that i can you know over the past couple Couple weeks, months, and years, you know, having with, with Trayvon Martin and uh, Kenneth Scott and, you know, Jordan Edwards and Sean Bell and Walter Scott and um, Jordan Davis and Michael Brown, Jordan Crawford, Freddie Gray, you know, Maude Aubrey, and the latest one, uh, George Floyd. There's a lot of names I wasn't able to mention, but that's just a few names yeah. that was like police brutality, mm-hmm. you know, from uh from a white cop to, you know, a black individual. And a lot of people may say, well, that cop in particular wasn't wasn't white or that person wasn't a cop like George Zimmerman. I think that was his name. Like he wasn't a cop. He wasn't this. And oh, he wasn't just white or whatever. But it's just like. What, what you kind of identify as, right. you know, if, if you identify as white and you're not, then basically it's the same. Exactly. But so we're just trying to bring awareness to, to what's going on and to educate people. So when I gave you that information, like I say, it was limited. But what I see now is, and I can tell you and the rest of the people is, there's a lot of different emotions that's going on with different individuals. Everyone cannot control their emotions. Exactly. So what happens is, And also what's happening is they're having these peaceful protests, right? So for the majority of all protests, they're starting off as peaceful. But what I'm seeing is having these side agendas on the side, like we were talking about the people they're planning on stealing. Also they have cops that are coming into the mix Mm -hmm. that are doing stuff to disrupt it and to make the protest seem a lot worse than what it is. Mm -hmm. And they're they're uh, irritating and, and stirring up the pot to make it worse than what it is. So I think that the protest in Nashville was, was was peaceful. It was so peaceful to the point that the mayor even tweeted about it. And then maybe an hour or two later, it started to become into a riot. Yep. So how did it start off peaceful and it di- did this? So what happens is sometimes you have police officers that are doing tear gas and they're shooting rubber and plastic bullets and that type of stuff to irritate a peaceful crowd and a peaceful protest and what happens from that is it's just like people are coming in they're like alright I'm angry I'm upset and I want to be violent I want to do this but I'm going to do what's right and I'm going to do a peaceful protest mm-hmm. and in the process of that they go through for the peaceful protest but then somebody already had these thoughts of being angry and already wanting to, to, to resort to violence and now all this it, and then you irritate the situation that I I abandoned my beliefs and what I wanted to do to be peaceful. So basically, I abandoned being Malcolm to become Martin. Martin Luther King. But then what happens is, while I abandoned that and I went to be Martin Luther King, I abandoned it. But I never forgot it. And then you came in and you irritated the situation. So now... I went back to being Malcolm and now it's going to be violent. Exactly. So what happens is we can say like it's wrong that people are riding, they're looting, they're doing this. But but right. what, what's happening now is I think that people are tired, man. Like it's it's not just this one situation. People are like, so why are they doing this for this one guy? They're not doing this for this one guy. This one guy was the latest thing of like he he was out of all the situations, he probably was the most... I don't want to say most most innocent because of like the situation and how it happens. Like all this footage keeps rising up. Like he was in a vehicle and they pulled him out. They did all this stuff. Uh, the police officer had his knee on this guy's neck for almost nine minutes, and True. they said after about six minutes or so. So it was additional two and a half minutes that he was on his throat after he was like unresponsive. Mm-hmm. So that's like. They say something like overkill or whatever it is. So you mean to tell me this guy was dead after six minutes or something and two extra minutes you spent still on his neck? Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, how did he die from this? He had underlying conditions and this, that, and the other. I can just about promise you about, I can probably say, guarantee 100% of the time, if someone puts their neck in your... Someone puts their knee in your neck for eight minutes, you're going to die. Yeah, whether nice. you have an underlying condition or you don't have anything, exactly. I can just about guarantee you that you will die, whether you're mm-hmm. healthy or unhealthy. A knee to your neck for eight eight plus minutes, you're going to die.
1: Exactly. Like, chances
0: are, if you don't die after those eight minutes, I don't know what to say. It's probably a small possibility and a small percentage of people that will survive, but I can say probably 999 percent of the time that you're going to die from that situation
1: exactly man and it's just like even if even if like like, the Black Lives Matter movement, like, that's that's the real thing. But even if this was a white man, a Mexican man, whoever, like, yes. replace the black man with the white man, a Mexican man, anything Chinese, like, that was just pure evil right that, there, That man. was. That, that was, was like, sure. pure evil, man. Like, it's not even just... Uh, it is about the Black Lives Matter movement as well, but it's also about, like, standing up against that evil, man. Like, yeah. who... It's, like... It's, like, it's just so inhuman. It's not even human anymore. It's just, like, what are you? So, yeah. it's just, like... It's crazy, man, how, like, people are just so, like, have that mentality to of evil, man. And it's just, like, also, like you said, like, people are just tired, man. Like, there's a time for everything. But also, like, even it says in the Bible there's a the time for everything. But I feel like a lot of people also is just tired, like you said, yeah. man, like, being weary. And um, I kind of wrote this thing. I said, yes, the struggle that we are facing may last a while, but we can never get tired of the fight because once we grow weary in the fight, we will will become more immune to the effects that the evil brings, and we can't be immune to evil when we were born in light, a light that's meant to shine and meant to be good, and I'm not trying to say this to sound encouraging or inspiring, but it's, I'm trying to speak to what's real, it's like, the more that we don't keep up the fight, I believe in peaceful way, but also, no matter if it's peaceful, violent, like, the more that we don't march or don't protest that's when we become more immune to those effects and if we come immune to something that was not meant for us we become something that's not who we are if that makes sense so it makes perfect sense like like you said man um it's it's kind of it's, it's getting out of whack right now and um like like you said people are growing tired but i feel like it's definitely not a time like to not grow tired in the fight and definitely not grow tired in God man so man 100% yeah and
0: and this is the time more than ever man that like we need each other we need to stick For together sure. and this this unique situation is is very unique and different because like i said there's been protests in 50 states bro like we, it, that's never been like from what i understand that's never been mm-hmm. done before i think this is like the first time all 50 states have had a protest and what happens man is like people are coming together and getting closer more than anything and like the voices that need to be heard so a lot of people say like oh the black athletes are talking and this that and other like yeah they have a huge following Mm -hmm. but we need some of the white athletes that are famous yeah. to like speak up like you know and a lot of them have you know like tom brady and those guys that have like huge followings that mm-hmm. are that are out there so like when they do that stuff man it really brings more awareness than than we ever thought could be possible and now we're doing together in a way that hopefully you know we can see change in the near future for the fact that more people are coming together now than they've ever done before to rectify the situation and thing that's been going on within this country. Yeah, man.
1: I I agree, man. And it's just like, it's like at the end of the day, man, like, of course we can't change a racist mind. Yeah. But we got to look at it like this. We are all God's children. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we're different color. And that's what makes us different as well. But we are the same in his eyes as well. And it's like. We're all human at the yeah. end of the day. We have different skin tones. But, mm-hmm. we,
0: but we all bleed. Like all of our bloods are red. Yeah. Like it's probably different shades of red. But because of the different red. blood types. But it's all red. And you yeah, cut anyone. He, the it's, it's blood that blood. Jesus shed for us
1: as well, man. Yeah. So it's just like we all bleed the same color that Jesus also shed for us. You know what I'm saying? So like we got to realize like, like you said. If we honestly come together. Not just blacks fighting. It's not just about that, but also whites fighting Mexicans fighting Asians fighting we may not fix the problem overall, but we can also kind of we can- we kinda of, we can kind of depress the problem if that makes sense um but yeah man,
0: but yeah, it's uh. It's crazy, man. It's uh, crazy times when we had to make sure that we um, put our voices out there. So Mm -hmm. I've been listening to a lot of different interviews just to try to get some information from some intelligent people that have been on the front lines that have been doing this for years. So apparently if you've been on the front lines, and you've been doing it for years. Like you're the perfect person to be able to speak of these situations. Yeah. So uh, one of the guys kind of spoke on The Breakfast Club. He said that he went to three different protests in a week. Mm -hmm. He went from, like, Kentucky to Indiana to Minneapolis, like, Mm -hmm. within a week. That's crazy. Like, off of police brutality, you know, and it's just, like, it's crazy bringing awareness. So, I guess towards the end of the interview that he was on The Breakfast Club, he was like, so, so what can you do if you're not a front lines person? Like, what, uh, what should you do? What can you do? And what he said was, and someone was like, what about social media? You know, uh, people always post on social media for this. He was like, well. And these days and times you can use social media. And I told you, I'm like, man, you know, don't, you know, you shouldn't do something that everybody else is doing because they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was basing it off of that limited information that I had. But hearing that these people that are out protesting, these people that have been on the front lines forever saying that it's OK, they want you to bring awareness by any means necessary. You now I'm saying like social media is is there because that's where everyone is doing the COVID-19 you know everyone's been on social media so bringing awareness is very critical so what he was saying was if you can be on the front lines come and be on the front lines Mm -hmm. if you got a voice on social media then you use that voice on social media if you have some powerful quotes you post those powerful quotes if you're financially secure and you're able to donate, then you donate to those groups. Cause what's happening is you have people that are out on the front line and he and he was very blunt, and transparent with it. He said that we had when he said that he had to go to Kentucky to Indiana, to Minneapolis, he was like that gets expensive. We have to eat. We have to stay in places. And we are here for days and days at a time. He was saying that they may be in Minneapolis for another like week or two or something like that. He was like, it gets very expensive. And those are the people that are on the front line. So if you can't do any of the other ones and you got the finances, donate the finances. And people may say something like, oh man, people are always asking for money. They're doing this. No, don't look at what don't look at the money that's being asked for. Look at the cause and the situation that is being used to, uh, to fix. So those are some ways that you can be involved if you were kind of figuring out, what do I do? What do I do? If you can be on the front lines, do so. If you can be on social media, do so. If you got finances and you're financially secure and you're able to donate and be able to help the people that are on front lines, do so. So that's three different ways that you can be a part of it. And I'm pretty sure that out of those three ways, one of those ways are something that you can do. Exactly. It could be more than one of those ways, but for sure it is one of those ways. And if it's just one, then just do what you can.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like it goes back to that Bible verse, like different parts but for the same body. Yes. Um, And it's just like as well, man, like you got to think of it like this. Like let's just say I was, we were running like a big machine. and Of course, a machine has all of these different types yes. of parts. If one of those parts don't work, the whole machine is not going to work. You oh, know what I'm sure. saying? So it's just a matter of playing your part. Like, like like, I said before, like a pebble, I can throw a pebble in the ocean. It will still make a ripple. Like an impact is an impact no matter. Even if it is a small, uh, even if you may feel like it's so small, like use the small you have and use it in a big way. Um, it's just like we all got these different parts and not only just parts to last for like a couple days then we forget about it, but... In order for a machine to keep on working, you have to stay consistent and watch over those parts as well. So we have to stay consistent in the fight, like, consistent in whatever you're doing. Like, if it's social media, do it. If it's marching, do it. If it's having an encouraging word, like, do it. But no matter what it is, like, also make sure you stay consistent and persistent in your part that you are projecting out.
0: Man, for sure. And like I said, like, everyone has... Has a role, whether you yeah, think you have a role or you does. don't have have a role. I just gave you three different roles that you can grab one of them and, and go towards. And for people that and like I said, this this episode is to strictly educate you. If you felt that we said some things that were were against what you believe or were offensive or whatever it is, I'm gonna say right now I'm sorry that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. We're not sorry for what we said, but we're sorry if you feel that way because everything that's coming out of our mouths is for the intention to better and to uplift not to to decrease or to down talk or to To be offend anyone in what we're saying. We're just trying to bring awareness to the situation based off of the information that we have and we're just trying to help people to truly understand what's going on because it's a lot of people that see what's going on but they don't really know Mm -hmm. or people that have their own views and their opinions on what's going on. They stick strong to them and typically sometimes those beliefs and opinions that they have go against everything that's happening or sometimes those beliefs can go along with what's happening so you have what what happens is we're trying to to bring awareness is that basically because in the constitution talking about all men are created equal and this that and the other we just want that to be true like we don't want it to say something and for it to not be true Mm -hmm. and this is and what happens is and it's not the fact that we're you know we're on the on the black agenda to say like oh we're trying to make uh, black people more superior than everyone yeah. like we're not trying to make blacks uh, more superior than everyone mm-hmm. what we're trying to do is to bring awareness and to put everyone on an even playing field yeah. if people were getting affected more than black people at the percentage of people that we have then we would be talking about that but mm-hmm. the re- what what is important right now is uh, black lives because the fact that the percentage that you have compared to what white America is is like that's not even a third you know like if if it was 15 percent, maybe it would be almost a third or something like that but it's 12 yeah so it's like the rate that we're we're losing is like it it's it just doesn't make sense and for the fact that when we can get to an even playing field like i say whether it's black white hispanic asian Whatever it is, we're trying to make sure that everyone is at an even playing field, so everything is is fair. Like no one is is being treated better than the next. Everyone is treated the same way. So, for instance, we're trying to get to the point to where whatever crime that's being done, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, the time is the same, and not based off of you get a certain time because of the color of your skin or your 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 financial status or who you know like crimes that that deserve certain times everyone should get that mm-hmm. so if it's like if a person murders a person whether it's a black murders a black or a white murders a, a black a cop murders a black or a cop murders a white whatever it is whatever color it is we just want the punishment to be the exact same all the way around the board so that that can be equality when. Everything is being treated the same yeah. when pay and, and all that can be the same. Like when a white CEO and a black CEO can make the same amount of money and an Asian CEO can make the same amount of money. We we just want equality. We want it to be, like I say, the same all the way around the board, whether it's dealing with crime, whether it's dealing with finances, whether it's dealing with opportunity. A lot of people say I actually heard an interview a bit before I got here. And a guy was like, everyone has the same opportunity. Yeah, you're, you're right to an extent. But then I think uh, Charlemagne said that, um, yeah, like this, this country was built by blacks, but it benefits the white. So we want to break that barrier of it benefiting just only a certain, you know, race of people. But Mm -hmm. we wanted to be able to be if it's going to be America, allow it to benefit everyone that's within
1: America on the same even playing field. Yeah, exactly, man. It's. And uh, also for the people that are fighting for this cause and doing all that, like, like the Bible said, don't do, uh, don't get weary in doing well good for we shall reap a harvest, especially if for God, like, not just fighting for the black lives movement, but having your eyes towards God. It's like, I see a lot of people, too, like, I feel a lot of people are also, I want to say they're getting weary, but a lot of people are getting tired, especially with people are saying, like, it's racist to support Black Lives Matter. It will only be racist if we said only Black Lives Matter. Right. You know what I'm saying. And also, when people I like that, I like you know that. what I'm saying. Like, it's it's like we're saying Black Lives Matter too. We're not saying only Black Lives Matter. And also, with the, like I said, I'm not trying to get in nobody's um, offend nobody. But also when it says that all lives matter. It's it's kinda moral just say all lives matter. Like if you don't think all lives matter, then (laughs) you're also inhuman as well. Like obviously all lives matter. We're just saying like black lives matter as well. So um like you said, it's like we're trying to get to an equal playing field, like um and we're just trying to keep things like equal and try to come together as well. So um don't like you said, don't get don't get tired of doing what is right, Especially don't get tired of fighting, especially what you're fighting for is true, was right and was good to overall better something rather than trying to tear something down.
0: And man, like, you know, it, it's just and that, that's all we're really trying to do is to yeah. try to uplift, to try to educate, to mm-hmm. try to put some insight to be able to get people to understand what's going on. Yeah. Some of the people that are listening to this probably know what's going on. They have a clear idea and, and that's great, you know, but you can you can always have. You know more information on the subject Or what's going on so If you're listening to this you know share, the, share This podcast share this yeah. episode because You know right now is what we Really need uh-huh. and like I said we're not On the you know the black agenda For let's just uplift black people To get yeah. black people above Everybody else it's like no When I gave you guys the numbers earlier What was it 60.4% 60. 60. Yeah. 4, 4, 4, 60.4% Of America is, is, is white to 12.9 that are black you know so when you think of the rate it's like when you think of that so we're speaking of the black lives based off of how rapid the black lives are being lost yeah. and the percentage that we already are we're at a low percentage of individuals that are in America so when you take out a lot it it's obviously going to be a lot more than a population that is you know a lot bigger mm-hmm. and you say like oh they lose more than you guys like you all lose more but you have more we lose and it's not about oh let's let's make the deaths even like i want the deaths to stop indefinitely for all races mm-hmm. like it's not a thing of saying like let's make the killing even like no the killing needs to stop mm-hmm. the murders need to stop whether it's black on black white on white white on black black mm-hmm. on white uh white on asian white on hispanic black on asian black on hispanic hispanic on black hispanic on white like whatever it is like we're we're trying to eradicate all of it but what happens is you have to start in a step from saying usually when you do a snowball effect you start from smallest to largest but in effect when you're talking about lives you have to start from largest to smallest so the thing is is like the the group that's been affected the most would be the african-american community so it needs to be that needs to be fixed so when that huge part is fixed then all the small parts can be fixed and not i'm not and when i say this please hear me hear me clearly i'm not calling anyone small i'm not calling Mm -hmm. any race small i'm talking about based off like numbers and if we could fix this huge problem uh that's going on in the african-american community Then after that problem is fixed, we can start going on to the next problems that aren't as big or as impactful as that. Mm -hmm. Hear me. I'm not saying people are small or big. I'm talking about the problems. Some problems are bigger than others. So they need to be addressed first and then we can go on to the other problems Mm -hmm. and all those problems need to be addressed. So hear me when I say that when I say that this problem needs to be addressed, all problems need to be addressed. But we have to focus on the bigger issues and problems before we can fix the other ones because if we can fix the bigger issues that's going on right now then the problems that are not as big will be a lot easier to deal with because if you were able to fix something that was big then the ones that weren't so big after that will be a bit easier to help because now we have experience. We have uh we've overcome this. So now we have different strategies and models and things that we applied and we learned from the last mm-hmm. situation to
1: be able to take into the next one. Definitely, man. That that is definitely true, man. Like people honestly need to hear that. And like like we said, like he said, like don't take anything out of context. It's like we're not trying to deter nobody. We're trying to uplift. That's what it's about. So it's just a matter of like black we sh- we shouldn't just fight amongst ourselves like everybody should be in this. For it's sure. like if I have four brothers, obviously I'm not going to let my brother continue to be beaten or in pain. I'm going to try to comfort my brother. So it's not just about amongst our one race, it's amongst everybody. Like like we were saying before, we we may be we may look different on outside and we all are unique in our own personal ways. But like we said, we all bleed the same color inside which Jesus uh, shed for us as well So we are all God's children And if, if one of God's children is under distress Then we should we be there are. We all are You know what yeah. I'm saying We we are fall together But we also be brought up together as well So we have to make sure that we stay together And not just try to fight it alone Because that's not what, it, that's not what it's tended to be So I, I like what you said, man.
0: United we stand, yeah. divided we fall. Mm-hmm. This is a time where we need to be united because Definitely. united we stand, divided we fall. Understand that clearly. When you understand that the division that you have, if you go against something that everyone's fighting for, the more you go against it, the more the more easier it is for that uh divi- that division to to cause a collapse. Mm-hmm. So we don't want this thing to collapse. We want this thing to unite and to build up we're going we're going forward and we're going up we're not going backwards and falling down that's not that's not the way with Mm -hmm. anything in life when it comes to your finances when it comes to your family when it comes to your life your friends whatever you always try to go in the right direction and you try to move up and going forward you never want to go back and fall down that's never the point of anything to go back and fall down Mm -hmm.
1: you always want to go forward and go up exactly man so like i said even if you fall like when we stay together, we can fall forward. Or even when we get knocked down, we can know that God is picking us up. So sometimes we can't we can't have our eyes focused on what seems to be like the that that seems to be our end result because it's definitely not an end result. Um, we can't let our feelings get block us from what's true. Yes, things are bad, but the more that we come together, the more that we put God first, the more that we have our eyes focused on that we're going to all get through this together not just one of us but together we can truly we can truly you know depress and compress this problem that is happening against these people and all of us you know what i'm saying this is yeah. this is not just affecting you know me and you um this is affecting everybody and so if we can if people can realize that this problem is not just affecting black lives but it's affecting everyone that's how we can truly see a change
0: man for sure for sure
1: and um Man, let's
0: uh it's one more thing that I want to get into before we before we ended it, man. I yeah. said, you know, sometimes according to the level of maturity that uh, that you have, that is uh according to the level of maturity that you have, that can put you in or out of certain situations. So what happens is is based off of where you are as an individual um in doing things, sometimes you you're in unique situations or you're in this based off of the maturity that you have and so like an example would be something like uh sometimes when it comes to like things that are happening within the world like what we've been talking about uh, sometimes based off of your uh, maturity level will get you to either understand or not understand mm-hmm. so if you're immature and you see what's going on and you're like oh you're getting your own personal opinion you're saying this and everything that you're saying is pretty much ignorant compared to what's actually going on but a mature person can look at it and say hey you know what maybe i did know everything maybe i should know more maybe i should be able to lend a helping hand to be able to to do that mm-hmm. and that and that will put them in another situation based off of their willingness to understand based off of their maturity level and compared to the one that was immature and wasn't willing to change and still continues to look at the situation for what they feel that it is and like i said i made the adjustment saturday like i i can say that i am a mature person because after hearing everything and going through and seeing it my mind was changed and i was able to change based off of that and i wasn't the one that was saying hey uh no, I'm still believing it this way. It's too much evidence and too many things that are put out in my face for me not to be able to change the way that I think about this. Yeah,
1: for sure, man. Like, so when you fix that maturity level, it it really, honestly helps you to step out of your own pride. It does, You hurt. know, our our pride will will help us to see. It will help us to see what we see. And sometimes what we see, some of it may be right, but some of it may be wrong as well. Yeah, Limited. We can, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it is, man. So it, if we truly can step out of our own pride, start to be mature, start to see things the way it's it truly is. And let God just, you know, shape your mind, shape your heart and really, really, truly use you. Like, I promise you, like it, it will be it will make such a more deeper impact to help you to see things in a new way rather than being stuck in what you see. Because if you if you continue to be stuck And your eyes is locked on what you see You will never see what's surrounding What you see if that makes sense You will never see the truth You will never see all these different things Because your eyes is just locked on To what you see It's like, it's like having a telescope And having your eyes focus on one star But then when you look around You realize there's a whole universe There's stars, oh, yeah. there's planets, there's everything So it's just a matter of looking at it like that as well And trust me And You know, I was going to post a video The other day I recorded
0: and I did all that But I just didn't and I was like This is better suited for the podcast I was honestly, I was thinking the same thing And then I was like, I'm not going to do it I did a video on, on On Sunday night after I had my men's group the zoom call, which mm-hmm. you missed. Yeah, missed oh it. my yep. god. Yep, uh but uh it was it was amazing, man. Like I never heard this guy speak. He was, I guess, the former pastor of our church, but man, when I tell you powerful, man, like I was like, wow. Damn. And because of what he said, it it, it changed my mind to want to do Yeah. I went live and I was just saying, My eyes are open and this is what's happening and I can no longer be silent because of this. Man, but what I am saying on this podcast, please hear this. Have the tough conversations. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife watched something yesterday, and they were talking about the Confederate flag. Okay. And what the Confederate flag stood for, where it represented. And it was amongst a group of high school seniors. It was a, a black teacher or professor talking with all different ethnicities within the, the classroom and everyone had some of their own thoughts and opinions and what they believed and they had the tough conversations but what was happening is some people getting offended and some people weren't. Some people were on this, on this side, some people on that side and that was great because it didn't get violent but what happened is they started to get a better understanding because you start to slowly but surely hear and see that those students were starting to respect and understand each other and it, it was really helpful so What I want you guys to get and to understand is that we need to have the conversations, whether you know what's going on or you don't have the conversation and be willing to listen to someone that has a different opinion than you. Mm -hmm. And then when you all have the tough conversations together, what will happen is you all will start to get a better understanding of each other and of the situation and not only will you get an understanding but you'll start to gain a respect that you have for each other because you were able to do this in a way that did not tear each other down it's okay to have different opinions it's okay to have different beliefs but what happens is when you come together you get understanding Mm -hmm. you get uh, understanding of each other and why you think the way that you think and sometimes you don't know and you realize man everything that i learned was wrong or this that and the other based off of the information that the other person has so have the tough conversation stop shying away from it I've always been a person that has shied away from confrontation and all that Mm -hmm. but no longer can I not have the tough conversations anymore because they need to be had and that's the only way we're going to be able to grow as a society by having the tough conversations by having the disagreements by having an understanding from what each other has to say because in the midst of all that we gain a respect for each other and that's what we're trying to get at the end of the day is respect for each other because if you have respect for an individual that means that it's certain things that
1: you're not willing to do based off that respect that you have for them Amen to that man that's that's definitely true man people need to hear that it's like once you can really come to an understanding that's where peace lies man you know what i'm saying like i hear a lot of people say that you know the peaceful way doesn't work well peace is not only between brothers but it's also between the opposing people the the people that truly is not seeing the right side to you and once you can have those tough conversations like the hardest battles that we are afraid to go through is the battles that are worth fighting so, these tough t- conversations that you are afraid to have with people is the battles and the talks that is worth having because when in that conversation you may feel as nothing is going to be fixed or I'm afraid to, but. You in that conversation, it's healing in that you know what I'm saying. For People sure. letting out their views, and once you can truly come to an understanding, that's where peace is, that's where peace lies. And man,
0: shout out to
1: ET, ET to help. Oh, about yeah, I saw that, that message man. on Monday. I like shout Ooh. out to him, man. man.
0: You know, my wife was saying. I wonder what ET gonna have to say about yeah. this She was like she knew it was gonna be powerful And what happened is I woke up and I seen it And she was sleeping and I sent it to her I was like yeah this is what you e. been waiting e. yeah. for man." This, he went in When I tell you like I think he probably lost his voice and everything Yeah, in it, you could tell I He like heard that. the passion that he had So shout out to him for having such a powerful message Like I've been hearing people talk But that message that he had
1: That was woo, nice that was good
0: That was a whole other level man And that right there if you know the video I'm talking about know And exactly you've seen the video like share it Cause he, he he's speaking like some stuff that's like wow next mm-hmm. level i'm talking about get you ready to run through a wall right yeah, on, fight an army
1: bro yeah oh, for sure, for sure.
0: <laughs> that was a good message but man, yeah if you, but if you always want to start the tough conversations i've been telling you guys leave the comments leave the reviews like Please. whatever they is. like if they're bad if they're constructive if they're good like leave them like we want to grow like we can't grow and improve and we can't become better people without having a tough conversation. We're not going to be offended by what you say. Like, we're here to educate, mm-hmm. to help, to do everything. And you feel that we're not giving you what you're looking for. Like, tell us so that we can. Because without you having the tough conversations, we can never make change and never make a difference. Mm-hmm. And to never have their respect for each other because we had those tough conversations. But yeah. You know that's about it for the day. That's all. That's all I have to say. I don't want to, you know, put words in your mouth, Derek. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to leave the people off with this week before we, uh, before we end the podcast?
1: Um, like I said before, man, I'm going to keep on saying it, man. Uh, we are all God's children, yes. and we bleed the same color within with the blood that Jesus shed for us. So we have to come together. Like I said, if we fall, we're going to fall forward, and we're going to get up, um, the same as well. Like God. I promise you, like, it may not seem like it, but God's got us. Like, I promise you that God's got us. So always keep your hope intact in him. And like, um, like Victor was saying, like, when we say when we say share the message, we're not saying share it for our own our own glory. That's that's not what it's about. We could care less about we that. We could care less. Like, if honestly, if I can speak, minister, motivate anything for the rest of my life for free and I can still sustain my like I would do it because that's not what it's about. We don't care about you know how like all we care about is bringing god's glory to uplift to inspire to encourage and to really inspire you so when we say share it it's not only for our it's not it's not for our attentions at all it's for people to really hear the Awareness, truth yeah. yeah people to hear really hear a word and these tough times that they're going through and not only them but for everybody so that's what it's about so you you put it in a perfect way man so before we end this podcast, I want to lead this
0: off with a prayer. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, man. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, I know that this country is hurting This This country is going through difficulties. This country, this country is going through trials and, and, and everything that's going on. It's people that are hurt. It's people that are sad. It's people that are angry. It's people that are going through things that we can't comprehend or understand. Father, but we pray right now in the name of Jesus that you fix all those individuals, that you heal them, that you give them a peace that surpasses all understanding. Your word said that you would give them a peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, and I pray that you draw near to them during this time because for the most part, for some of those individuals, they're not going to draw near to you, Father. So I pray mm-hmm. that you draw near to them so that they can know that you are there. Some people feel that, that you've left them. Some people felt that you've forsaken them. Some people felt that you're not there anymore, Father. So please show them that what your are word says you're not separate from your word that you said that you will never leave them you will never forsake them you will be with them to the very end of time and that you love them and you have a, a love for them that surpasses any type of love that they've ever experienced in their life even from the individuals that brought them into this world father we pray this for healing for this country we pray that this this thing that that's going on it stops and we pray that we can all be equal and we can all be even and we can all be brothers and sisters In the mighty name of Jesus, that we can start to heal and we can start to grow and develop and start to love and respect and have compassion and empathy and all these things for each each other, Father. And I pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.